Welcome to the Cheyenne Vineyard Podcast, bringing you a message of hope for your everyday world. If you'd like to contact us, contact us at info at CheyenneVineyard.com. You can also find out more information about the Cheyenne Vineyard Church at CheyenneVineyard.com. Thank you and enjoy today's podcast. Thank you, Father, for your presence. Thank you that we can call you Father because we're in your family. So bless your family this morning. Uh, give us wisdom and revelation. Hmm. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, um, <clears throat> I think the title of the message I have this morning is Preparing for Promotion. And I, I want to start out with, with kind of a, a word picture for you this morning. So I, I won't ask for a, a show of hands, but uh, most of us have probably been promoted at, uh, at some point or another in, in our marketplace lives or in military or government somewhere. And you, you, were, you were in one place and there was another place that you wanted to occupy, right? That was the promotion. And it was a desire in your heart, and you, you probably were willing to do a lot of things in order to get from the place where you were to the place where you wanted to be. Right? I see lots of heads nodding. Uh, sometimes you, you might have even tried to be something that you were not. Or to try to appear to be something that you were really not for the sake of the promotion. Am I right? Yeah. I I have a feeling that if you got those promotions that they may not have panned out particularly well. Because it's it can be kind of a similar thing for a man who's in love with a woman. And he he kind of has an idea of who the woman wants him to be and and he's not that but in order to win the heart of this woman he he very much wants to appear that he is that and and he he can actually appear to be that for some period of time leading up to a wedding ceremony but we we know that many times after that 
the, the man, or in some cases the woman, in some cases both, they, they revert back to who they really are. Well, everything I'm talking about is related to promotion in the natural, in, in the world systems. And, and that's not what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about promotion in the kingdom of heaven. And, you know, I, I need to feel like maybe I need to lay down a little bit of groundwork, uh, catch some people up who have not been here the last few weeks. Uh, a few weeks ago, I, I gave a message about the importance of setting our mind on, on the things of heaven. And then a, a week later, I gave a message on what truly defines our life and how the way God defines our life relates to our eternal life. And our eternal life is defined by our relationship with Him. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about today promotion in the kingdom of heaven which has eternal consequences. Because if, if we're living in the kingdom, we, we've entered, we've, we have encountered Jesus, we have said, yes, he is God, he is Lord, and then we're, we're living with a new king. We're not our own king anymore. He, we've recognized him as king, and, and we're in the process of submitting to him as king. That's what it means to be living in his kingdom. So if we're living in his kingdom, we've already entered into eternal life. So the promotions that we get in his kingdom, they, they're not temporary. They, they are intended to be eternal. So... Hopefully that kind of piques your interest. The, the kind of promotion that I'm talking about is, is one that's going to last forever. And, you know, we're, we're in a time, and, and I've been talking about this for a while, but we're, we're, we're in a time when the world needs for the church to have a promotion. Because the, the level of authority, the level of power, the, the level of intimacy that the church has with God is, is we, we are finding it to be inadequate for our times. Because things are, are rapidly culturally here anyway and in, in in the west things are are headed off a cliff culturally and we're we're sort of on on the verge i think we've actually entered into a new time and the lord is presenting us with opportunities for 
spiritual kingdom promotion that, that we need in order to do what he needs done in the months and years ahead until Jesus returns. And I, I, I need to share a, a little bit about a book that I read. Uh, there, there were a, just a few books that I read years ago that, that kind of changed the course of my life. And, and one of those was a book by Rick Joyner called The Harvest. Uh, and when, when a book changes your life, it's, it's because it changes the way you see things. It, it, it changes the way you understand reality. It changes how, how you live life. And, and this book did because it, it gave me, uh, I, I think it, it gave me language for what was already in my spirit that I hadn't really heard before. That, that before Jesus comes back, there, there's going to be a great harvest. And, and that God is in the process, and this, this book was written a little more than 25 years ago. Back that time until today, God has been in the process of preparing people his people to be part of that harvest. And, you know, Proverbs talks about how uh, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Uh, when, when you've been pressing into something hard, as long as I've been pressing into this, there have been times that I have, my heart has gotten weary, that my heart has gotten tired, and my heart has gotten disappointed. But this is not the time to let our hearts be sick or disappointed or weary. Because the way I have understood what God wants to do in, as we approach the end of days is that the greatest days for the kingdom of God on the earth would be some of the worst days and, and they actually would be the worst days for the world in the natural. And so as, as I see things rapidly getting worse in the natural, which we are seeing, uh, I should be encouraged because what I've been looking forward to must be getting closer. And, and, and that is the reality of, of the time that we live in. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a... We, we, we need to not let our hearts be overcome with sorrow, sadness, disappointment, with, with the way things are going in the natural. Be, because the, this really is all part of God's plan. 
uh, our, our political system, it, it has to be shown that there is not hope in it. And, and are you seeing that? Yes. Now, that's, that's not an excuse for being disconnected from it and not participating in it and not praying for it because those are all responsibilities that we have in, in the kingdom. But our hope is not in Republicans or Democrats or who is in the White House. Uh, the hope of our nation is who is in heaven. And that doesn't change every four years. There, God has been there from before creation, and he created us with purpose. He created human beings to be with him. And we, we've got to know that he's not going to rest until we are with him. And, and that, that's our hope. And the, the vision that we need for, for our times is that there are some really great things that God wants to use us, his people, for in, in these days, these times. And it's going to be really exciting. But we've got to be promoted in order to get there. Because the, the level of spiritual life that we have, the, the level of commitment that we have, the level of holiness that, that we have, and as I said before, the level of authority and power that we have now is not going to cut it later. In fact, it, it's not cutting it now. And that's part of what God is showing us right now in, in this time is something's got to change. And the, the hope for the world is us. That we change. And, and that, that we get promoted by God to, to be his vessels in, in these times. To, to be vessels that walk in, in a level of authority that has, has rarely been seen in, in the last 1900 years or so. But, but this, this has to be our, our life vision for, for the times that, that we live in. Because we, we can so easily get distracted. And, you know, I, I've, I've wondered over the last uh, 15 or 20 years, you know, how, how God was, was going to do this, pouring out his spirit on, on his church. And so because of that, I've, I've done a lot of study about when God has done that in the past, when when there's been revival in the past, and part of what I was saying, sharing with you this morning during worship about God honoring our choice 
and, and valuing us so much that he doesn't force things upon us. God is, is not going to pour out his spirit and give authority and power to a people who are not seeking it. Did you get that? Yeah, he, he's not. He, he has not done that in the past. And, and, and he's not going to change his mode of operation now. So the hope for our generation is, is that there will be more people, that there will be lots of people in, in lots of places on the earth who, who are truly seeking this, this kind of promotion to, to become the answer to what the world needs. Is, is, is that your heart's desire this morning? Do, do you want to become the answer be, because the one who we talked about this last week, the, the one who is the way, he is the way, and he is the truth, and he is the life. We, we've we've got to get to the place where he is so big in us that we, we not only just have the answer, but we are the answer. That's, that's the kind of promotion that God is, is talking about in, in our day. And, and, and we're, we're so close to it. I, I mean, it... I, I truly believe he's waiting for us. I, I think I'm talking about something that's available now. So it, it's not like, we don't want to get into like a Mexican standoff with God, <laughs> waiting for him to do something. And, and he's waiting for us to do something. And, and the world is completely falling apart in, in the meantime. And, and we're here saying, God, why don't you do something? And he's up there saying, are you going to do something? And we, we can't do that anymore. We, since... Since my academic training is in economics, I, I learned that I was allowed to make assumptions in life. We can conclude things based on assumptions. I, we need to assume that God is ready to do a lot more than, than he's now doing. 
And, and we need to assume that there is a lot more of him available to us right now than what we have. And, and the world needs us to pursue that with all we've got. And, and I, I think I'm going to go to uh, the passage that, that was our primary text last week. It's, it's like probably the second to the last couple slides there, Barry. Luke chapter 12. Thirty-one to thirty-seven. I, I'm going to start actually in verse twenty-nine, for the sake of continuity. And do not seek what you are to eat and what you are to drink, nor be worried. For all the nations of the world seek after these things, and your Father knows that you need them. Instead, seek his kingdom, and these things will be added to you. Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the needy. Provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old, with a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Stay dressed for action and keep your lamps burning. And be like men who are waiting for their master to come home from the wedding feast so that they may open the door to him at once when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds awake when he comes. Truly, I say to you, he will dress himself for service and have them recline at table, and he will come and serve them. And I'll continue. If he comes in the second watch or in the third and finds them awake, blessed are those servants. But know this, that if the master of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have left his house to be broken into. You also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. As, as he came the first time and he was missed by those who should have been most prepared for his coming, uh, he warns us, those who, who would follow him after his first coming, to be prepared and ready. And there's, he makes so many references to other passages in, in the one that I just read about the the ten virgins five wise five foolish the wise ones were the ones who were ready always they were ready when he came that's the only way to be ready when he comes is to be ready always and and he's he's saying 
Seeking first his kingdom is exactly what I've been talking about. Preparing for promotion. And he says in a parallel passage, it's, it's the Father's good pleasure to give the kingdom to us. But we, we got to want it. We, we got to want it more. More than what we wear, more than what we eat, more than what our job is, more than where we live. Psalm says that it's the, the hungry who are fed. It's, it's the thirsty who are given drink. So if, if we're not hungering and thirsting, don't pretend to be hungry and thirsty. That's what I was talking about in the very beginning. Don't pretend to be something you're not. Ask God to make you what you need to be. Ask him to give you hunger. Ask him to make you thirsty for the things of, of his kingdom. This, 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 is, this is where we're at. It's, it's getting to crunch time here. And, and, and God needs some people to, to say, yeah, I'm, I'm breaking out of where I've been. I'm, I'm breaking out of what I have known and I, I just, I got to tell you, some, some people have been impacted by the last few weeks. We, as a result, we got to figure out how to effectively give away about $3,000 worth of meat to people on the Pine Ridge Reservation. That's exciting stuff to me. That's, that's a purse that doesn't wear out. That's, that's taken this literally. And, you know, it's meant to be taken literally? Yeah. It, it is. So, we... We, we need a change in our paradigm again. And, you know, some, sometimes we, we can get weary at having our, our whole way of thinking renovated. Well, we, we need to not get weary with that. Because we're, we're still at a place where his ways are higher than our ways. And we're still at a place where his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Unless our thoughts are, are completely set on, on the kingdom, 
And, and then we're having our mind renewed to begin to think the way that he thinks. And, and that's, that, that is where this is going. So that, that we have our minds renewed enough that, that we begin to think the way he thinks. That, that is where he's taking us. So, the, the text that I wanted to look at today is, is about being faithful in small things. See, the, the kingdom of heaven works with certain principles. And, and Jesus was kind enough to reveal many of those principles to us with his parables and, and with, with his teaching. If you want more of something, be faithful with what you have. That is the principle. And, you know, we... We, as the people of God, we, we are called to be victorious and we're, <clears throat> we're, we're called to be overcomers in this life. And many times that, that is not the case for people, even, even in the church. And I, I think much of the time, the, the failure to be victorious, the, the failure to overcome for us in, in the church is because we, we have a mistaken idea that this Christian life can work as an individual. And... And that is a very American concept. And, and it is not the truth. The, the Christian life, victory, overcoming, was, was never intended to work with, with me by myself just doing it. There, <clears throat> the way we look at one another, the way we look at the church is part of what God is having to redefine. As I, I've been reading this book that Cal gave me about binding the strong man in America, and it's, it's a powerful book. I, I think it was C. Peter Wagner who says the best book on spiritual warfare he's ever read and he's written about seven. So that should tell you something. Anyway, I was reading a chapter written by a Native American brother. And he, he was saying something about being in covenant with, with these other ministers. And, and I think God wants us 
as, as a church body, as a local fellowship. He, he wants us to start thinking of each other in covenantal terms. That we, we care enough about one another that, that we want to make sure we're, we're completely committed to one another becoming everything that God wants us to be. So that if Joe is, is not finding victory right now and he's not overcoming, Joe can say, help. And people gather around Joe and help Joe overcome where he's at. And then, Joe now has tools to help Bob overcome. Because he's, he's been through that. He, he's overcome that. And what this Native American brother was saying, because he was, because he, he's in covenant with, with these other ministers, because it's a strong covenant, he now has a strong calling. And because he's in covenant with these other strong brothers who have strong callings and strong authority, he now has strong authority. And, and this is something that we need to come to understand. That when the word talks about the church, it, it, it's not talking about you as an individual. It's, it's talking about you as part of a community of faith who, who are connected to each other, who are in covenant with one another to help one another be victorious and overcome and, and bring the kingdom to, to the earth. This, this is how it happens. None of us are in a position to bring the kingdom on the earth when, when we're not walking in some level of victory. And there are, there are so many promises to the ones who overcome in, in Revelation... I I want to tempt you with these promises. There there are seven from Revelation two and three, and I, I maybe I'm not going to get to the parable of of the the minas or the talents as some of the older translations call it because I think we've probably all heard the parable of the talents and 
how it's an illustration of being faithful in little, God can release more. But I, I want to share with you the promises from Revelation 2 and 3 for those who overcome. In Revelation 2, 7, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. I, I am confident that what I'm saying to you today is what the Spirit is saying to the church. I, I don't have any doubt. To him who overcomes, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. There's a restoring of what Adam lost, of what, what Adam did not get, will get. Revelation 2.11, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes will not be hurt at all by the second death. Because when we've encountered Jesus, we've, we've already, we, we have been through that judgment. So we don't even have to worry about it. Revelation 2.17 He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna. I will also give him a white stone with a new name written on it, known only to him who receives it. So we get even some of the benefits of the Old Testament people of God. We, we will be fed miraculously. And we'll get a new name. This is one of the, the few places where the Bible does speak to us as individuals. Each of us get a new name. If we are overcomers. Revelation 2.26, To him who overcomes and does my will to the end. This is what we need. I will give authority over the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter. He will dash them to pieces like pottery, just as I have received authority from my Father. I will also give him the morning star. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. We, we are in training for reigning. And there's promotion available to us. Now, before Jesus comes back, uh, I, I presume that after Jesus returns, during the millennium, there, there may be opportunities for promotion. I, I don't know what that will look like. 
I, I presume in the new heaven and the new earth, there, there may be opportunities for promotion. But I don't know that there will be. I, I don't have scripture to, to back that up. What, what if there isn't? And this is our only shot. That kind of changes things, doesn't it? It does. Revelation 3, verse 5. He who overcomes will, like them, be dressed in white. I will never blot his name from the book of life, but will acknowledge his name before my Father and his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Revelation 3, 12. He who overcomes, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God. Never again will he leave it. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from my God. And I will also write on him my new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To be a pillar in the temple of my God and to never have to leave it. Yeah, how, do, how does that sound? I'll take it. Yeah. And finally, Revelation 3.21, To him who overcomes, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. So, what, what is needed for us in, in these times? We need some really good self-leadership. That's something that isn't talked about very much in church, probably. But we need to lead ourselves well in, in this time. We... We need to be careful what we're sowing into our lives in this time. We, we need to be sowing good seed 
in, into our being in, in this time. We, we need to be careful. I, <laughs> I use that term carefully. Uh, <laughs> I have a really good friend who's really prophetic and every time I get an email from him he he signs as he signs it it's something like I have to be careful or I'll be careful <laughs> and I know what he's saying uh, if, if we're too careful we, we won't move with the kingdom and, and with the king because we, we've got to have this understanding that following God is not the safest thing to do. And that our safety is not a primary consideration of God. It, it's not that it is not a consideration. It, it, it's not his primary consideration. His primary consideration is moving us to become overcomers and, and to fulfill our destiny in him for, for the sake of the earth. And that causes him to place us in, in situations that, that we might sometimes consider somewhat unsafe. But when we're in the center of his will, we, we can go those places and do those things, and, and we're not unsafe you know what I'm saying. <laughs> now I almost forgot where I was going with, with that. Where was I going with that? Um, <clears throat> careful leadership of our lives. We need careful leadership of our lives because the time is getting short. There's, there's a need for promotion that, that is, it's, it's right here for us, or it, it should be. It, it should be confronting us. It's, it's confronting me because when, when I see uh, people who I pray for and they're not immediately healed, I, I want that to be different. And when I see people that I, I pray for for deliverance and, and they're not completely immediately delivered the way Jesus did, I, I want it to be different. I... I want to step into that more authority and more power. And I know that is requiring God to remake me again. And, and so I, I've got to say, okay. Okay, Lord, we've been through this a few times. It's always been good on the backside. 
<laughs> so I'm willing to enter into the front side again. And uh, Michelle Wolf sent me this, uh, this word from James Gall uh, this, this past week, and it was, it was very encouraging to me. I, I talked for uh, a few weeks about how God was stretching so many of us, and, uh, well, James Gall kind of had different uh, images and different language, but he's really talking about the same thing, how, how many of us are being forced through a, a tight place. And, and that, that is a stretching. But he, the, the figure that he used was, was like the one of, of a camel going through the eye of a needle which was going through one of the small gates into Jerusalem where they actually had to unpack the thing. They had to take everything off of the camel to, to lead him through this small gate. And, and some commentators even say that, that the camel actually had to get down on its knees to get through the little gate. All of that is a good picture. We, we're, we're in a place where we've got to be unpacked. We've we got to get rid of baggage so we can make it through this narrow place. And, and once we make it through the narrow place, then, then there's a wide open place. But we've got to get through the narrow place. And the narrow place is, is being redefined by God, who we are. So we, we've got to lay everything down in order to get through that narrow place. And then God will tell us what we can pick back up. Because he, he probably has some things for us to pick up that we aren't now carrying And we've probably been carrying some things that, that need to be left for the rest of the journey. I, I hope that this is giving you vision of, of where we are and where God is wanting to take us. Because where, where there is no prophetic revelation, the people cast off restraint. And there's way too much of that happening in the church right now. So... Do you want to be promoted? Are, are you willing to let God do it His way? You see, this, this is a promotion 
where pretending we're where we need to be is not going to be helpful. We're not going to make it through the narrow place doing that. So we we got to be just really honest with God. It, you, you might be sitting here and you're, you're not even sure that you really want to go where you're not. And... And that's okay. God, God's not offended at that. If, if you can at least be at the place where you want to want to be promoted, that's good enough. Because God can take that if you bring that to him and he can do something with that. But if, if you want to be promoted, and, and see, this, this is the thing about the promotion that we're talking about. When, when I was in the very beginning of this message and I was talking about job promotions and, and stuff like that, it was all about me, all about you. This, this has very little to do with me and, and with you because the promotion that we're talking about is, is for the sake of the perishing out there. It's, it's for the sake of the ones who are supposed to be part of the great harvest. And if, if nobody in the church says yes to what I'm talking about, God will, will make a way, but we will have lost. And it's it's eternal reward that we will have lost that that won't be able to be made up later so you know it's 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 just it's time to let go and 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 say okay god what whatever and it's and it's time to if if there's something that's eating your lunch that that is beating you and and you're not overcoming it it's it's time to say help brothers and sisters god i i need to beat this cuz i'm sick of it beating me And, you know, I, I said this a couple months ago, I think, that the, the days of don't ask, don't tell, we can't live that way in the church anymore. We, we got to be real. We, we got to be in, in true community and covenant with, with each other. With, with all the risks involved with that. The rewards are much greater than, than the risks.
So, uh, I don't think we have any worship team here anymore. <laughs> Joy's out there, Jordan's out there with uh, Jake, Jacob. <laughs> Marty, you're here. <laughs> You won't relent, I think. So, here we are at crunch time. If you, if you need this life, this different kind of life of the kingdom that I've been talking about, if, if you've not entered the kingdom and not taken another king and, and given up kingship of your own life, then we want to invite you to have that happen today because that's, that's where it all begins. And there's no way that we can be victorious in this life if, if we're not filled with the Holy Spirit. If, if you're here and you, you've not been filled with the Holy Spirit, then uh, we want to have you come up and get prayed for to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And if you have other needs, if you need to be healed, you need to be set free from something, then we want to pray with you for that also. So uh, we're... <laughs> that was good. 